Rachel woke from a dream that dissolved before she could catch it. All she could remember was panic. Something to do with water. Janie, when she was a little girl. Or was it Jacob? She sat up in bed and looked at the clock. It was 1.30am. The house smelled of sickly vanilla. Her mouth felt dry from the alcohol she'd drunk at the Tupperware party. It seemed like years had passed since then, not hours. She got out of bed. No point trying to get back to sleep now. She would be up until the grey light of dawn crept through the house. Moments later, she had the ironing board set up and was using her remote to switch channels on the TV. There was nothing worth watching. She went instead to the cupboard under the TV, where she kept all her video cassettes. Her old VCR was still set up, so she could watch her old collection of movies. Mum, all these movies of yours are on DVD now, Rob kept telling her worriedly, as if it was somehow illegal to still use a VCR. She ran her finger along the spines of the video cassettes, but she wasn't in the mood for Grace Kelly or Audrey Hepburn or even Cary Grant. She pulled cassettes out willy-nilly and came upon one with a blank spine covered in handwriting. Hers, Ed's, Janie's and Rob's. They'd crossed out shows as they'd recorded over each one. The children of today would probably consider this tape an ancient relic. Didn't they just download shows now? She went to toss the tape aside and got distracted looking at the names of the shows they used to watch in the 80s. The Sullivans, A Country Practice, Sons and Daughters. It looked like Janie had been the last one to use it. Sons and Daughters, she'd written in her scratchy, scrawly handwriting. Funny. It was thanks to Sons and Daughters that she'd won the quiz tonight. She remembered Janie lying on the living room floor, transfixed by the silly show, singing along to the maudlin theme song. How did it go? Rachel could almost hear the tune in her head. On impulse, she stuck the cassette into the recorder and pressed play. She sat back on her haunches and watched the end of a margarine ad, with that comical, dated look and sound of old TV commercials. Then sons and daughters began. Rachel sang along in her head, amazed to find that all the words could be retrieved from her unconscious. There was Pat the Rat, younger and more attractive than Rachel had remembered. The tortured face of the male lead appeared on the screen, frowning deeply. He was still on TV, starring in some police rescue show. Everyone's lives had gone on, even the lives of the stars of Sons and Daughters. Poor Janie was the only one stuck forever in 1984. She went to press eject when she heard Janie's voice say, Is it on? Rachel's heart stopped. Her hand froze mid-air. Janie's face filled the screen, peering straight at the camera with a gleeful, cheeky expression. She was wearing green eyeliner and too much mascara. There was a small pimple on the side of her nose.
Rachel thought she knew her daughter's face by heart, but she'd forgotten things she hadn't known she'd forgotten. Like the exact reality of Janie's teeth and Janie's nose. There was nothing particularly amazing about Janie's teeth and Janie's nose, except that they were Janie's. And there they were again. Her left eye tooth turned in just slightly. Her nose was a fraction too long. In spite of that, or maybe because of it, she was beautiful. Even more beautiful than Rachel remembered. They'd never had a home video recorder. Ed didn't think they were worth the money. The only footage they had of Janie alive was from a friend's wedding where Janie had been the flower girl.